see the Omega Jet, piercing the serene view of northern mountains in a red sky as the sun is making its way out of view. Inside, we see Chunk seated behind a computer console. Calvin is standing in front of a desk with a holographic 3D map. Kylie sits behind the pilot seat, and Doug paces the floor. All right, everyone, uh, we're getting close to the target uh, location. Kelvin, what's, what's the location again on that? Uh, it's um, Overman Industries. Uh, we're coming up, though, pretty soon. Oh, that's... Uh, dang, that's the Gadgeteer's Lab. That's where he builds builds out the new tech. Um, Chunk, any information on the villains? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... It looks like it's a, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's a five-man team. Um, first guy's name is Ivan. Uh, he goes by the villain named Damper. Uh, it says here in his dossier he's wanted for murder. Wow, a lot of murder. A lot, lot of murder under here. Uh, looks like he's been going with the Iron Curse. Um, she's a second-generation immigrant. She fled home eight years ago. She can transform into a giant iron golem, so watch out for that one. But we should, we should be fine. We got we got physical fighters down, Pat. You remember that lot? Do you remember, like, two weeks ago with the... Anyway, sorry. Um, then we've got uh, Gus, whose name is, get this, Anime Gus. Uh, born He's born in California. <laughs> With a promising social media influence. You guys remember this guy, Anime Gus? Uh, anyway, his power is he can transform into animals. Oh, very scary. Uh, and then we've got the Drake. Um, she actually was the granddaughter of a Yakuza boss. And for a while, we all thought she was dead for like 14 years. Uh, her powers are super speed and senses, wall climbing, uh, venom, fire. She's got way too many powers. Now, here's the thing pushes back away, sp- spins chair around and faces team. Uh, I'd say that, honestly, this is like a C, a C or B on the on the old threat meter. The only thing I don't know is there's this other person here. We have nothing on them. Like, no name, uh, no villain name. We, we know absolutely nothing about this person. Uh, they got platinum blonde hair, bracelets and bands all around them like hanging from their hand I, I i know nothing about this chick i i wish i had more information doug but that's all i could find no that's that's plenty thank thank you chunk uh kylie uh do we have an arrival time now we got about five minutes until we're there okay all right everyone um listen up chunk you had said you're thinking about a c-class uh, i understand that there's there's a lot here that we probably are quite capable to handle but let's not let our guard down we all know what happens when we let our guard down. This is a team effort. Let's utilize our special skills and let's use some of those training simulations that we've run. Rick Kelvin, we can maybe get some of the uh, the yellow personalities in there. Utilize them and try to target the weaknesses in these villains, right? Chunk, you got the intel. You go ahead and if you see uh, an opening, you yell it out. You tell us what to do, okay? I'm gonna, I, I will defer to you. You are the expert on superhero and superhero abilities. I'll, I'll leave it to you for that. Big belly, big brain. You got it, boss. <laughs> <laughs> and as y'all have a couple more minutes as you're flying, and I think that uh, you might notice sort of on these dossiers, like each of you sort of sit around this console and you're looking at these pictures of these villains within sort of each of their intel. Uh, you notice sort of a common thing within all of their descriptions and everything 
in that this guy, I mean, it says like he grew up in Bulgaria and he was missing for about three years. And now he's been sighted all over America over the past year. And it seems to be kind of a reoccurrence with each of these villains that at some point they went missing and now they're showing back up. But whenever they do, they're showing back up around Dumper. And this one person that you don't have really any information on, uh, other than the picture that's been taken by this camera, which is in Overman Industries, so it's like a live picture pretty much, is uh, that she's just been spotted within the past week with with this guy, with this crew. Damn, so it seems like they've all just been put on ice or something like that. Chunk, does that seem normal to you? Like, have you seen any other superheroes doing stuff like this? I mean, you might have some villains who disappear for a little while once they get their butts kicked. <laughs> but it's, it's weird to have so many all pop up at the same time. And, and these guys haven't really... I mean, you've, we've got Anime Gus from California. We've got Ivan from Bulgaria. We've got the Iron Curse from Turkey. We've got Drake... From from Japan, these guys are from all over the place. I, I don't know what could be bringing them together. Yeah, it's it's a, it's as if they've all blown in like the wind. Doug, do you know any of these? Have have, have any of the, I guess, family members in, interacted with your family at all? No, I, I haven't really heard any of these names or anything. But listen, there's a lot of pretty crazy stuff at this in the, the gadgeteers lab i'm assuming they're after something in there but uh, that's another another point we need to be very careful in there there's there's things in there that we shouldn't even be messing with okay let's just get in let's get these people out of there let's get them in custody and let's get out okay yeah i'd like to avoid the drake if possible cuz venom and fire do hurt me i can get hit i can get hit by a punch but i would like to not be poisoned you couldn't just eat it or, or something if you wanted to? Or Look, that's not food. <laughs> you know how my powers work now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed this new addition to the super suit that I have on my back. It's called the snack pouch. And on the back of uh, on Chunk's back is this giant, uh, very hard container that is half filled with... Um, brand soda and the other half filled with salt and sweet snacks for the chunk on the go snack pouch (laughs) can't believe you didn't call it the snack pack oh my it's the snack pack sorry doug that's beautiful that's why i always ask you for these things it's the snack pack it's actually just a giant pudding pudding just a pudding <laughs> container. One, one has soda on the right side. The other side has pudding, and they both have straws that lead up to beautiful. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. <laughs> it's like those sports dad beer hats for the game. <laughs> it's like I gotta catch the game, all right? I um, need my pudding and soda. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then we feel the Omega Jet coming to a guided stop, hovering above this building top landing pad before lowering as the engines die down. Everyone gather in, hands in. 
Doug puts his hand out. Calvin puts his hand out. Chunk puts his hand out. Chunk pulls his hand back, lets Kylie put her hand in, and then puts his hand back on. Coolvin puts his hand in. <laughs> Kelvin puts his hand in. Stonevin <laughs> puts his hand in. Steamvin puts his hand Cameron in. Cameron puts his hand in. Cameron puts his hand in. <laughs> Cameron other Cameron puts his hand in. <laughs> Joltvin puts his hand in. And he looks. Toxin puts his hand in. He goes, sorry. This is awkward. He slinks his hand over the top of all of them. Anyone else? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. All right, Omega Guardians. Oh, I was just hanging out in the back. Uh, hands in. All right, I'm going to catch a flight back. Sorry, I fell asleep in the... I was just, you know... <sighs> All right, Omega Guardians, this is pretty standard procedure, but remember, let's, let's stick to the outline. Get in there, assess the situation, react accordingly, keep a cool head, and most of all, kick some ass. Omega yeah, Guardians yeah. on three. One, two, three. Omega, Omega Guardians. Guardians. Omega Guardians. I'm sorry, I, I'm new. <laughs> um, you all make your way out of the Omega Jet, and there's a door atop, and you walk into a descending flight of stairs before coming into this top floor room. And this room that you walk into is lined with walls of cabinets with tall benches throughout, each being a place where various objects rest. And Doug, I think you would most likely recognize these as various weapons designed by the Gadgeteer, each one of these specifically made for just a wide variety of superheroes and sort of the overall network uh, that you would be familiar with. And um, these weapons either look like they're current generation ones or they're like you know, they're being repaired or they're newer versions that are being tinkered with and, you know, stuff is being added on. Um, actually, Chunk, I, f- I feel like you would also recognize these weapons really well, which is sort of like how big of a superhero fan you are. Um, would there be any particular weapon here that catches your eye? Oh, are you like asking me to come up with something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you got uh, something on the dome. Is it old or new? Uh, old. Something old. Yeah, this is like something that's being repaired for a superhero that you're pretty familiar with. Like, and this is their signature weapon. Okay. Oh my gosh. Manly Brian's denim jeans. That aren't actually <laughs> denim. After the last fight, oh Jim, they were nearly destroyed. I, oh my man, god. I didn't think we had the resources to rebuild those pants. Oh my god, Chunk, I can't believe it. You're holding his jeans. I'm holding his jeans. They're surprisingly light, but at the same time I know that they're nearly indestructible. I don't know, they kinda they got a little bit of suit stink, I don't know. <laughs> Turns out it's not Doug, it's just all of Gadgeteer's inventions. But I was trying to tell you this whole time, you guys. <laughs> is there is there anything technologically advanced about these denim jeans? Wait, is there anything what? Do they do anything? Technologically advanced. Is What do they uh, do? Besides just make that ass look real it's nice. It's the carbon fiber fiber weave of the denim. 
Uh, every single strand has millions of microfibers of different alien and human uh, composite materials that when blended together perfectly make the almost near indestructible denim pants. Chunk not to mention anti-chafe and lift in the rear. It's it's incredible. They're the best jeans of all time. Exactly. I, I <laughs> Like they look like that's part of the beauty is they look like pants. But man, oh warships. Uh, remember, do you remember Miss Captain Flamehead when he thought oh. he was going to make his big scene? And yeah, Manly Brian just shows up, gets yeah. hit by that huge blast of fire. We everyone was like, "Oh no, he's taken out!" And then what happens? He walks right out, and he just jeans just shine perfect on fire, but denim <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you want a better invention? <laughs> no. This is going to make this part pretty interesting. Can someone roll me and assess the situation? <laughs> oh, just one person. Someone's I think that should that be hands. me because these two are distracted by the pants. Fair. Fair. That's a uh, nine. Ooh, okay. On a nine, I am going to tell you one of the things that I was going to tell you because that's a mixed success. Doug. Yes. You notice on this floor, as you look around the rest of the room, up top, near the ceiling, there are multiple cameras. And each one of them turns and shifts and focuses in on you and your friends. Hmm. And then you feel the power go out. Everything goes dark. And then chunk. All of a sudden, you feel... <laughs> I hate you for this. You feel pure denim wrap around your face in a suffocating manner, and you hear other bits of these gadgets from around the room like they're turning on and they're starting to charge up whatever it is that they do you see one of them that is just this ray beam and you feel it building up. What do y'all do? Doug, uh, Ch- Chunk's getting attacked by pants. Um, oh, no, jeans. not the indestructible jeans. There's nothing yeah. we can do. Chunk is dead. We need to get out of here. Oh. <laughs> Chunk, it's okay, bud. Uh, <laughs> um. Can I run over and try to rip the jeans off? Yes. You can go over and try and rip them jeans. Yeah, hey, and they're going to be worth more after you do. Do you want to directly engage a threat? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, we're not allowed to do... We can't do those yet. It, the energy is so... It's so bonkers. Oh, man. No, I, I love it. This is like... We've done a fuck ton of emotional stuff, and here we are with suffocating <laughs> denim jeans. What do I roll? Directly engage a denim? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, let's do... Uh, this is a defend roll. Defend let's go roll. with a defend roll. That's going to be 2d6 plus savior. I just default to directly engage a threat or unleash your powers, because those are the two moves that are always used. Oh, that's a, ten. that's a full success. That's a 10. Ooh, describe to me how you remove the irremovable jeans oh i tickle right between the legs with the ball set it's all the jeans are all that's a, a special uh deactivation point in these jeans that i know 
Um, you just tickle, tickle right there. Mm-hmm. And the jeans just mm-hmm. kind of yeah, <laughs> and they uh, are these sentient are they, jeans? Yeah, I, that's what I'm wondering. Are these sentient <laughs> jeans now? Are they now? They start laughing. <laughs> oh, you tickle me right by the sea, Mister Overman. <laughs> uh, <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Um, all right, let me do this. See, this uh, goofs and goofs. Let's let's, let's degoofify the goofing goofs. Um, you pull out the degoof ray. Yep. You shoot yourself in the yeah. head. Turns out it was a real one. Mm, dead. <laughs> uh, I super speed fly over to Chunk and I say, Chunk, don't worry, I'm going to get these pants off of you. And uh, I see that there's kind of tied up <laughs> tied up in a knot. I'm just going to try to wrestle with the jeans and try to untie them and then get them off of Chunk and throw them on the ground and stand on them. Dude, these jeans are resisting. They don't want to no. let go. They don't want to get off of where they're at right now. They are built and designed to stay exactly where they are put and zipped up and buttoned. So it is a struggle, but you're able to pull these jeans off of Chunk and Chunk you. You can breathe again. Feels nice. Feels good. Um. Okay, so it sort of describe to me what's going on around us as these jeans have been ripped from uh, Chunk's face. They have been ripped off and the lights are off. It's very dark in this room. And the only thing that is now illuminating it are these gadgets that are in the room that are lighting up and sort of gaining sentience as they float into the air around you and begin targeting around you. Are all the light bulbs like are the all the lights that were just on? Are they like regular lights that are powered by electricity? Yes. You just hear. Oh, yeah, it's time to crank it up. <laughs> and you see Joltvin uh, reach up and grab a pipe that is like sort of connected to a bunch of the lights throughout the room. And he just charges up and tries to light up the entire room uh, to provide energy throughout the area to make the lights come back on so that we can see what's going on. Sounds good. Um, yeah, give me that's going to be an unleash your powers roll. As per usual, plus freak, right? Yeah, boy. That's a 14. Wow, he's Alzo. Yeah, it's a five and a six plus a three. Yeah, you do this very well. Tell me what happens. So, um, Joltvin sort of separates into a bunch of small versions of himself. <laughs> hey, everybody, let's figure this thing out. Oh, boy, I'm ready to turn this thing up to 11. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> And as you do that, you hear, you see the room light up and you all see each other and you look around and you see that these objects are very clearly surrounding you all. And you actually hear the door, which had this uh, electric lock on it. You hear that slide open uh, as if the door was locked and now it can be opened. And um, Chunk, your final boy in turn, what do you do? Um, so wait, are these pants moving or anything like that? Sorry to go back to the pants. No. Hey, listen. It all it always comes back to the pants. Um, Doug is standing on top of them, and you see just sort of the bottom where the boot jeans are. Uh, it's got a little bit of a, a little uh, bell bottoms. Jinkos, Jinko no, jeans. Jinko jeans. These are Jinko denim yeah. jeans. Um, you see the chains that are on the side, just trying to pull themselves up, uh, just kind of kicking like they they want to get back up. They want to get uh, there, but Doug is standing pretty resolutely on top of them so they are no longer a problem unless doug moves what's the perception ability of this game called again 
Uh, assess the situation. Yes, can I do that? Okay. Yep. Uh, that's going to be a niner. Okay. Uh, on a seven to nine, you get to ask one from the list. Oh, uh, like, kind of like, what do I think that they could be here for? Now that I'm here in the lab looking around, what do I think that they might be trying to get it, like, to be after? There are no villains in this room right now. So the question being what here is in the greatest danger, that's what you're asking, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say what here is in the greatest danger is you as this ray beam gun that has been charging up in front of all of you. Oh, that's right. Let's go. And it blasts you. And you are just... You take it straight to the dome. You were just now starting to breathe after those denim jeans. And your breath is just knocked right back out of you as you go flying up against... Just through a table, slamming up against the wall. Oh. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I'm okay. Ow. Oh, Chuck. Kylie, do you think you could um help him? I've I've got to keep these lights on. Um, but maybe help him out there for a second. Do you want her to do what do you what move do you want her to do? Um, I will uh use uh comfort or support. Uh so Kylie's going to I'm gonna ask uh, I'm gonna have Kylie comfort and support um Doug and try to clear condition of his or Doug doesn't have a condition. Yeah. Um, Do you mean I chunk? could mark, I could maybe, or excuse me, chunk. That's what I meant. Um, well, he probably doesn't oh, have okay. a condition either, does he? Uh, he just got one. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to try to clear that condition. Yep. So three and a three. What's her? Um... With a two, that's uh, an eight. That's a mixed success. Okay. So, uh, on a hit, they hear you, they mark a condition, they mark a potential clear condition or shift labels. Uh, so you're trying to clear that condition? Uh, unless, uh, Chunk, you want to mark a potential, one of the two. I'm going to mark a potential. Okay. Yeah, Kylie just sort of calls out to you. Uh, Chunk is your crying out in pain, making you ooze in your ahs. And I think she looks to you and... I think maybe she gives you a vision of a nice dinner. Just like some really good food that you like. And it kind of soothes you and takes you out of this moment for, for a split second. And then as she is comfort comforting you, she gets hit by the back with this uh, swelling force of wind as this other sort of, uh, it looks almost like a glove really uh but it's it's got an open palm and it's shooting forth this gust of wind and uh, she is pushed up against the opposite side of the wall so now you are all separated and uh we have calvin and doug in the middle surrounded by these weapons and it's next turn doug what do you do all right kelvin i need you to get chunk and kylie through that door do you understand we can handle this we've got you don't worry about a thing. I would like to use my superpowers, uh, super speed, super strength, to just, like the flash, fly around this room and either smash or grab, just collect or destroy as many of these weapons as I can. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we're going to call that one a directly engage a threat. So roll 2d6 plus danger. Okay. 
Okay, that is a failure. No, that's a seven. Whew. Ooh. Okay, on a mixed success, this is what I say. You do this sort of whirlwind, runaround punch into all of these objects. And I think what happens, you're knocking through them. You knock through two, then three, and then you punch through the wind glove. And then the last one is that ray gun. And when you punch into it, it explodes into a bunch of pieces, but then it just lets out this pulse of energy. And you take it straight to the face as you are, you just do a couple of backflips as you are flung. And actually this door, you just slam right through it and it crumples at your touch and you feel yourself hit the ground and sort of slide across this very sleek clean floor and you've solved my floating weapons and pants puzzle <laughs> can I at least land like like my hands my hand is out and I'm crouched down as I'm sliding back so I land kind of cool oh yeah like you're kind of like on one knee you know and you have the other one kind of up yeah Ooh, yeah yeah you do the slide and then you look up and you're like <laughs> fucking nailed it and then it. you say something cool yeah, fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to do all of that. All right. Um, cool. What do y'all do? So Calvin uh, sort of zooms in front of Kylie and, and Chunk. And as Jolvin sort of separates, he becomes smaller each time. So there's like two three foot seven Jolvins reaching out to try to pick up. I'm really charged up. I can handle this. And uh, we try to pick up Chunk and try to pick up Cal uh, Kylie and lift them up and try to sort of escort them to the door. Heck yeah. Yeah, you pick them up and y'all walk out of this room and you are in uh, just kind of a big open area that leads probably to like a, another room at the end. And then there is elevators and some stairs around you. And also what you notice... Uh, Doug in particular because you're kind of looking out for this there are cameras in this room too and as soon as you f whenever you slid out and you looked up and you said fucking nailed it you looked up and out of the corner of your left eye you saw more cameras shift and focus in on you like these cameras are now watching all of your movements Kelvin I need you to get into those cameras and disable all of them throughout the entire building can you do that yeah I need to find the IT room though like as soon as possible um, Can you zoom in as Joltvin and go through the wires? Oh, yes, I actually can. Um, give me one moment, please. Gotta see how fast the internet's here. They don't have Wi-Fi. Hold on. They got fiber. Oh, 150 megabits per second. Okay, I got this. I can get through there. Uh, and so I guess I will directly engage my threat and try to travel through the fiber wires of this building to locate the um, IT room, more specifically the security room that has all the cameras. Yeah, I think for this role in particular, uh, I would roll either pierce the mask or assess the situation. Either okay. one of those. For um, more of this like recon type thing. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna assess the situation. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, here we okay. go. Okay, so it's 2d6 plus your superior modifier. Okay. Just a flat zero. So this is just a basic rule. That's an eight. Six plus two. 
Ooh. Okay. Um, I can uh, ask one. Ask okay. one question. Who here is most vulnerable to me? Or better yet, what here is most vulnerable to me? And I'm, mind you, not the whole building. I don't expect to know that. I would more so say, let's say this uh, this security room or this room that's that I've like found my way through the wires. In that room, what here is most vulnerable to me? You turn into Jolthan and you grab onto a wire and you feel yourself immediately become connected with everything in this building. Just all of the inner workings, the infrastructure, everything. And when you do, you're just zooming. You're flying around, you're hitting different points of routers and slamming into modems and backtracking and, and going back and around until you find... Are there um, pinball noises by any chance? Ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's just this rapid sort of like you... There's a camera view of the entire building, which is like 30 stories high, and you're just going throughout all the floors and all the different rooms. And there comes a point, actually, whenever you're you branch out and you feel yourself uh, slam into something else. There's this other force that is also zooming around the buildings, just like you're doing, and you clash. And it's like this moment where you're both just speeding bullets that just crash into each other and you pull back and that thing just sort of just zoops away and you continue zooming around until you feel yourself just pop right out into the IT room into the security room and you are seeing two guards who are just knocked out they're not dead they're knocked out Hmm. and you turn and you look at the camera feeds that are in here okay. and you know that you originally started on the th- 29th floor that's where you were with your friends and you look at all of these cameras and you are seeing nothing in the vast majority of all of these rooms you're looking at all of these camera angles there's probably four per room and each floor has multiple rooms so you're scanning and you're scanning and you're looking and eventually you see your friends hmm. and you keep looking and there's nothing and there's nothing and there's nothing until you see labeled basement and that is where you see feed for but a split second and when you look you see a set of eyes right there in front of the camera and then it blackens out and then there is this humming sound and then just each of these TVs explode in your face just like every bit of tech in this room was just supercharged and overloaded go ahead and mark a condition um I don't have to tell you what I'm marking or do I need to tell you what I'm marking uh no you don't need to tell me you can tell a listener if you want. Uh, I'm going to mark... I'll close my ears. <laughs> I'm going to mark uh, insecure. Chunk and Doug, we're back with you. Chunk and Doug. Chunk and Doug. 
You'd understand that joke if you were on the Patreon. <laughs> um, what what are y'all doing? Calvin, can you Calvin, can you can you hear me? Ah, oh, what an explosion. Oh, that hurt. I don't think I can make it. You must go. Save yourself. I- explosion? What do you mean? What do you mean ex- what do you mean explosion? What blew up? Chunk, I can hear your voice, but it's coming through all weird. Ah, it hurts. But I gotta say, I was just sitting here, enjoying the show, and then, boom. Doug, look, if we're facing some kind of person who has tech control or manipulating powers, this goes from C to A really quick. Yeah. Especially here, like this is, there is no place in the world more advanced than this place, Chunk. We have to be real careful. We have to stop this now. Um, can I do assess the situation? Yes, you may. Superior. That's a ten. Woo! All right. What you want to know, my bud? Rolled a four, wow. and I have plus two to superior. Um, and as a general reminder. Uh, assess the situation is a move that whenever you get a 10 plus you get to ask two questions on a 7 to 9 you get to ask one and you do take a plus one whenever you're acting on these answers Uh, there's a list of five questions that are provided but y'all can always sort of come up with your own questions actually I I do have two from it so the first question is how can we best end this quickly and then the second question is how can I use um, I guess my question would be what here can I use to get to the bad guys quickly <laughs> okay yeah that's that's a good okay here's here's what i'll give you because you're doug overman because you got a 10 plus on this role you you are taken back to this point in time when you're pretty young you're maybe 12 13 and i think you were there with your grandpa he was taking you here to sort of show you this this new facility that that he had built out as sort of a gift for the gadgeteer because the gadgeteer is a tinkering man he loves to build out new tech and it's always super wild what he does because he has access to some alien mm-hmm. tech and everything and you remember very clearly because this was a wild moment for you as a child when you walked into this massive building and you got to tour around and you saw other superheroes that you had probably only seen on TV, maybe you had actually seen them at your home for like BBQs. You know your dad loves to sling, sling those birds. But um, <laughs> you, you're seeing all of these superheroes and you're seeing all of their gadgets and you're walking around. Your grandpa leans down to you. He goes, hey, uh, you want to see something special? Something nobody else gets to see? Yeah, yeah, I do. Of course. Wait, uh, how, how young am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like his dad. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he says, all right, come on. And you walk into the elevator and you see the floor numbers. And you see, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And he goes, Hey, uh, check this out. Six, nine, four, two, zero. 
and then the elevator starts to drop. And y'all have been on the 15th floor and you see 14, 13, and it just goes down three, two, one, and then nothing. And the screen is just those two little lines, like on an old digital alarm clock. Mm-hmm. And then it just says BF. And then it opens up and you see a breathtaking sight as down below this building is this large room and it is sort of built into the ground so you're seeing sort of the dirt around you there are rocks and minerals within it all extremely illuminated by something in the very middle and it is this large tube that goes from the base of the floor all the way up to the ceiling and inside of it is contained this ball and it is just a bright glowing almost blinding to look at ball and standing next to that is the gadgeteer sitting at a computer running some tests and goes that there uh that's the star fuse ain't it something and now you're back where you were in this room and you remember that the best way to end this quickly is this one area because Calvin had mentioned seeing them down in this sort of basement area and you know that that's where where they are and you know the fastest way to get there is by getting in the elevator and hitting 69420 I did not see I wrote down the fucking number too and I didn't are you <laughs> fucking kidding me April Fools <laughs> uh, <laughs> got him we are hey this is being recorded on April Fools. I thought about pranking y'all earlier. I'll tell you about the prank later. Chunk. Fuck, Chunk, I know what they're after. Fuck. What what? We have to get there 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 is we have to get to the ba- Kel- Kelvin, can you hear us? Ugh. Oh yeah, I can hear you. Did you dis did you Yeah. Deactivate oh. all the cameras? Yeah, I've completely disabled them with my ultimate power. They're all blown up. Boom. Kelvin, I need you to get back here right away. Uh, Chunk, come over here by the elevator. Uh, okay. So there's... There's there's a basement to this place. That's where some of the most advanced tech technology that the Gadgeteer has. It's down there. And there's a thing. I don't, I don't know what it does, but I do know that it is extremely valuable and extremely powerful. It's the star... Star... Uh, fuck, what was it called? Uh, the star battery or, or something. I don't know. It, that, that's got to be what they're after. I, I know for a fact Grandpa protected that with his life. Would have. The Gadgeteer is is so protective of it. That's got to be it. But we can't just go down there in the elevator. I think I think if we send the elevator up and we shoot down the elevator shaft, we might be able to get a surprise on them. And behind you pops up Joltman and I zoop out of an electrical socket. I never thought I'd see you again. I don't think I'm going to get used to going through these wires. And then you see him sort of crumple up, and then you see Stoneman walking right behind him. Let's rock and roll. Doug goes to the elevator, and he pushes the top floor. He pushes every single button. (laughs) And he 
lets it go, uh, gets out, lets the doors close and heads up. And then he pries the doors open and he goes, all right, Chunk, Kylie, um, actually, Chunk, I, I could carry you down. Um, Kelvin, you, can you get Kylie down safely? Oh. And you see Stoneman's all sad. Stoneman's all sad because Stoneman just wanted to fall like a rock. Oh. That's not very <sighs> sneaky. Calvin, I... Calvin, I'd much rather float down. But, right but um, I could fall like a rock. I, I, I could go boom and crush a hole. Oh, fine. And then... Yeah, let's actually do that. We'll have you blast down and kind of create an opening for us. And then we'll we'll come in right behind you. Doug? Good. Good Stonefin. Good Stonefin smash. Huh? Yeah. And... <laughs> Please, Doug? And then uh, you're like standing in front of the <laughs> elevator and Douglas walks up to you and takes his finger and pushes you slightly. And it's just enough to make you lose your balance as you fall down the shaft. <laughs> and then I, I signal to Kylie. I do the after you signal. Yeah, and she just kind of walks. And then she's just walking on nothing. And then she just kind of turns and looks at you. And she's like, whoop. And she just kind of starts gliding down. Onward, faithful steed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh. <laughs> I swear to God, Chunk, I, sw- I swear this isn't this isn't anything. And then I jump through the hole, and then I actually let go of, of Chunk, and I f- fall a little bit faster. I fly a little bit faster than he's falling just to freak him out. Uh, 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 this is, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and I catch him, and then I let him go a little bit. Oh, man. One of these days you're gonna do that when I eat a ton, and it's not gonna be fun for anybody. <laughs> I love how y'all are like very much still teenagers. <laughs> Next um, week, find out the zany zany antics of Doug and Chunk on Doug and Chunk. Doug and Chunk. Doug and Chunk. Stonevin, when you hit the ground, you see this other elevator door, and as you collapse down, you just almost sort of, with momentum still going, you just roll right through it and just crumple this pitiful piece of metal as it just falls down to the ground in front of you, and you come rolling to a stop, and as you pop up, kind of stretching out your your stone muscles. <sighs> we see Kylie float in behind you on your right side and then Doug landing and then catching Chunk right at the last second and pulling him through. They're now standing behind you. And in front of you, you're getting the full view of this room and it is massive with these very high ceilings and just glittering stone and all sorts of this technology that you've never seen before. You can't even dream up what some of these objects do. They look exceedingly 
minimalistic. They're just very plain with just a few alternating colors. And this is all situated in this large uh, circle. And in the middle, we see a computer desk and there are two scientists who are knocked out on the floor. Uh, they, they appear to still be sort of conscious, but they're just down on the ground. And right in front of you, you see the back of the gadgeteer, his towering form. And past him, you see that large circular tube that extends up to the ceiling with this star fuse. And standing right next to that, opening up this hatch on the back side are these five villains that you had seen the pictures of. And this one villain, the main one, Ivan Dumper, he has a bald head with this very thick build and a large feathered blood red coat. And it's opened up showing this sort of dark tattered shirt underneath it and this long hanging golden necklace that seems to kind of rest above his belly button. Just above his torso. It sounds better than saying belly button. I don't know. It sounds really childish. Just say belly Little button. Billy Blood button. red coat. Oh. Dark tattered shirt. Belly button. <laughs> cute belly little button. belly button. And he's got a cute, cute little pinky toe ring, and he's just wonderful. He's the very visage, visage of death from the waist up, but from the belly button down, he's a cutie. Ooh, he's got really tiny legs. He skips leg day. <laughs> But you can see he dedicates that time to upper body strength. He looks at all of you rather quizzically, kind of cocks his head. His motions are very minute. He still kind of maintaining gaze with all of you. He puts his hand behind him and you see this sort of darkness behind him open up this portal of black and purple energy. And he says, Akumi, Gus, take the star fuse and go. We will not be far behind. And you see that girl that you had seen on these sort of portraits, Akumi. She has this, uh, it's kind of hard to discern much about her because she's covered in this sort of tight green hoodie and these tactical combat pantses. Uh, pantses? Multiple <laughs> pairs of pants? I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, pants jack. Pants shoes. Oh my gosh, she was here Denim jacket. Denim shirt. <laughs> denim pants. She's wearing the, the new, the next generation denim pants. And then they explode and consume all of you and you're dead. Game over. Um... She's wearing one pair of pants. Uh, but with this sort of tight green hoodie, you're really only just kind of seeing her face. It's very angular and long with this thin tongue just flicking through her sharp teeth. It's uh, very animal-like. Uh, and also Gus, who kind of looks a little fucking goofy. He has this like dyed pink bowl cut with this large hoop earring and he's got painted nails and his clothes are very multicolored and tight fitting. Um, his shirt is just, it's like a crop top vest, which is exposing like most of his chest and uh, his, his muscles and everything. And they're sort of pulling this object out with this container. Uh, I want, I want to, I want to see if I can, uh, if I can try to do something 
before they leave. I called and I called this guy Gus, whose real name I called him Anime Gus. What? How am I supposed to pronounce his name? Gus. But his villain name. Anime Gus. It is Anime Gus. Yeah, Anime Gus. It's a dumb wordplay on Animagus, someone who can transform into animals. <laughs> You know, like from Harry Potter. Okay. God damn it. That's very good. Okay, so oh. I'm... Oh. But he's actually a huge anime fan. Yeah, he is. He looks gotcha. like an anime Okay, character. And his name is Gus. So I would like to... Okay. I would like to provoke anime Gus. Ooh, how are you doing that? <laughs> Notice <laughs> me, senpai! Notice <laughs> he me! He used to be... He used to be... Uh, you know, he was a somewhat prominent social media influencer. Um... And if Chunk mm-hmm. is anything like me, which he's a lot like me, um, he spends a lot of time watching YouTube and would totally like this anime Gus guy. And I'm going to see if I can tap into his old social media influencer and get him to get him to make a little slip or something. All right. Uh, how are you doing it? Or uh, Here. Uh, roll and then describe okay. how you do it. Provoke someone is 2d6 plus superior. Nope. Let's just keep on going. Because I rolled a, that's going to be three, okay. uh, that's going to be a uh, three, four, five. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Anime Gus, what are, you shouldn't leave. Uh, we sh- wow, I can't believe it's you. Whoa. Chunk. I'm trying to do something here, okay? We're just standing here watching this whole beautiful this scene so unfold. Awkward. It's so awkward now. I- oh, wow. Like- wow. Well, hey. You want to talk a little bit about, like, my normal school experience, that anime with all those kids who have no powers but really enjoy their high school? (laughs) Talk to to him. All right. Have y'all ever seen, you know, these moments where somebody famous is recognized? Sometimes it's cool for them, I bet. Oh, hey, you're that guy on TV. Awesome. I like your work. And they say, thanks. And that's the end of the exchange. You're making it really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had rolled well, you might have kind of approached him and maybe he would have slipped up and kind of hung around with the old star fuse in his hands to kind of chat with a fan. But he really wants to fucking get out of there as he just kind of takes one step back, two step back, three into this portal. Dang it, guys. I really thought that was going to work. And... Stonevin's pinching his nose so hard that when he takes his fingers off, it's a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Oh, joke. Joke, 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 joke. My bad. My, my bad. My bad. I now feel guilty. Almost as if it was a condition I marked. <laughs> <laughs> you see Ivan step forward and he is lo- he's looking past the gadgeteer he's not looking at chunk he's not looking at stonevin he's not looking at kylie he looks at you doug and as he's sort of stepping forward he has this very casual stance this sort of swagger and his arms just kind of pull up and open to his sides and this sort of challenger like stance i guess with a lot of bravado Mr. America, long have I wanted to meet you, to be hit by you. I see you on the television, your weak and feeble arms 
grasping at bugs with tiny powers and tiny dreams, making you feel mighty, yes? I bet I give you one free shot and feel nothing. I'd like to think, like, the second we came into the room, I, like, flew up to stand next to the Gadgeteer because he said he was sort of facing off against him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that when y'all entered this room, you were maybe 15 feet away from the Gadgeteer, 30 feet away from them. So you kind of flew forward and you're next to the Gadgeteer and he looks to you and smiles. Tell me, Mr. America, what is it that you do? I offer you free punch. Yeah, I'm just going to smile at him and... I'm gonna. I want to charge. I want to charge a burn hurt first. Fuck, that's a full success. Okay. Yeah. You charge up your burns. Um, and as as he's talking, and he's just talking about how he wants to, you know, he's been ta- looking at me, my feeble arms and crushing bugs, and he gets one hit. I think I just. I'm starting to smile because, I feel like Doug's been working on this, like, charging in, like. I don't want to say anger or like a pride thing, but he's trying to be smarter about stuff. So mm-hmm. in my head, in Doug's head, he's going, well, he sees Mr. America, but I'm Mr. America 2.0. And this purple aura just goes around him and this energy starts to pulse around him. His hands get this like purple, almost like flames around them. And again, eyes go purple and totally super saiyan, but purple, his hair starts to float up a little bit. And I, he just, he just like, smirks at him and that's it like he I'm gonna charge my burns nice you look at me you say nothing I offer you free punch you don't want to take it you just gotta you gotta you gotta I give mean, him a minute just give him a minute that's all you know stone man stone man you want free punch I no, offer I free punch I, I don't I don't wanna, I don't wanna punch you I just say it if you give him I'm trying to stall. Do I need to roll for a stall, potentially? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do a, uh, let's say comfort or support. Like you're trying okay. to kind of stall for Doug to do this. That's a, uh, and then plus uh, mundane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a six. So I want to be, I'm going to fail. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I'm going to mark. Um, uh, not... Not 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 uh, not to redo your roll, but actually, I realize that there's a different move that's better for this. Uh, I think it's provoke someone. Like you're trying to ah, distract this okay. dude. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then that would be a seven. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So on a seven to nine, you can choose one off of the list. Uh, they err. You gain a critic. Err. I gain. Can I make uh, Doug gain a critical opportunity? Yeah. Yeah, you can give uh, Doug a critical opportunity, and what I'll say for that is that uh, this guy, Ivan, is now kind of looking at you as you're talking, Ugh, and yeah. he's distracted. So, Doug, whenever you take a move, you get to roll at plus so, one. Dang, okay. Yeah, um, you just, you know, so here's the thing. You don't want to mess with him. Because, look at Chunk, Chunk, right? You, he, he doesn't want to mess with him, but... Oh no! I'm just a. Oh man! I'm just a. Look at me! I'm an American. Milkshakes and pudding packs. Ha ha! We're so stupid. What? Look at us! Look at us! We're so dumb. Hey. And uh, Stoneven reaches up and takes some pudding 
and starts to eat it. And now Stonebud's got a big pudding, pudding like mustache. And he's all, mmm, yummy. Look at us. Doug Dab, Look at how. Uh, Chunk Dabs. Dab. Just like the kids on the social media. I think there's something terribly wrong with your friends. No, there's. Uh, um. Mr. America, you surround yourself with fools. Now, I do have a question. What do you believe is stronger? Uh, stone or iron? And as he says that, from behind him, you see this girl. Uh, she has really disheveled brown hair. It looks very unwashed, and it's just covering most of her face. And what you can see of her face looks very tired. Her clothes are very baggy and plain. She looks very withdrawn. Uh, she looks very meek. And she begins... She kind of sighs very heavily. And then she gets this worried look on her face. And she starts to pant. And then she starts to cry. And scream out in pain as her body begins to grow and expand and become iron. And she is now this large iron golem. And each step that she takes forward, it's like you can hear her crying out in pain. Like this really hurts her to do, to transform and to be this iron curse. And each step is slow and labored and it gets faster and quicker until she is running with a fist behind her going towards Stoneven. Uh, and she just uh, punches you. Bowling ball pin sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa! Man, that was a great bowling ball sound effect. Thank that was you. awesome. I was on the bowling team. That was. <laughs> Junior varsity <laughs> captain. Isn't the best part about me being on the bowling team? What do you want to guess my team number was? What was what 69. Was, no, what was Rich's? That's close. I, I was zero. Double zero. No, actually, I think yeah. I was triple Ooh. zero. That's as close oh, to the meme nice. numbers as I was allowed to get. <laughs> nice. Nice. Heck yeah. So, yeah, you break apart almost. Just the stone crumples and you sort of go dissipating into different directions. Uh, and you kind of start to feel yourself forming back up. Uh, Chunk, what do you do? Um, I am going to... Um, I'm going to go after this iron golem uh, person uh, and just try to directly engage a threat. All right. Six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, can I... Can I, like, resist their blows and, like grab hands with this iron golem? Uh, resist their blows? Yeah. So it's kind of like I run over and maybe like, I like just barrel into her and kind of knock her back and she goes to punch and I like, we catch hands and we're kind of just like Yeah, if you're sort of interlocking with this golem, and I'd say that you're actually, you as Chunk, you're bigger than Stoneven would even be in this moment. And you're sort of equally sized to this iron golem and you just crash into her with your full weight and you just lock into this kind of grappling wrestling contest. And then 
Doug, the gadgeteer is standing to your right, and he looks at you, and he says, Douglas, we cannot let them get away with the Starfuse. Do you know how to get to where they are now? Hmm. A solution vexes me. I will apply myself to tracking the energy of the Starfuse. It is too immense to go unnoticed for long. Perhaps you shall attempt to acquire answers from those who still remain here. But Doug, remember, you get a plus one right now because uh, I gave you a critical opportunity. Yep, yep, yep. Um, And I'm going to use that against Ivan. I'm going to attack or do something to Ivan. But the first one, I'm not sure if it works, but uh, I'm looking at the uh, Nova playbook. And I want to use Overcharge, where you channel the full capacity of your incredible powers to overcome an obstacle, reshape your environment, extend your senses, spend spend two burns, and just take a 10-plus on Unleash Your Powers. And I'm wondering if Ivan is an obstacle that I go to overcome. Is that okay to do? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, sure. then I will. Uh, I think I'll spend two burns to get a full success and unleash my powers. And again, I think Ivan is expecting the punch him Mr. America, but instead I would like to assault his mind with my psychic powers. Ooh, like I picture Doug like getting super close to his face with a punch and then just like halting and like the, uh, Doug has a smirk on his face and he just blasts off towards Ivan fist kind of raised above him, uh, going in for a punch. Okay. And when you fly at him and go in with sort of that, fake punch uh you saw that he just had this very open armed stance he was waiting for you to just go in for this punch and right as you get pretty close to him he reaches down and he grabs onto your fist just kind of catching it he goes have you never been lied to mr america and he has this smirk on his face like he just got you and then with the other hand, I simply take two fingers and I touch his temple. And I blast him with psychic energy. And then instantly the two of us are in this black space. And there's just this light shining down on the two of us. And we're about, I don't know, 10 feet apart. And I'd like to think maybe he's caught off guard and he's he's maybe looking a little scared. I'd, I'd hate to put emotions on this guy. but um, No, absolutely. I just walk up to him. And we're both slightly opaque. It's a kind of a spirit realm kind of thing. And uh, Doug walks up to him and he floats up to his face level. And I'm staring him in the eyes. And I just hold up a card. And it's the reverse Uno card. And I fucking punch him. 